On today's episode of Scoreboard, we talk about the NBA trade deadline. Plus, do super teams affect the legacy of a star player? We also discuss gender equity in sports. A lot of things to cover. Let's do it. Welcome back to another episode of Scoreboard. We are in April and Zach Levine got some help. I know. Vucevic is Vucevic. a Chicago Bull. <laughs> That's a good piece. He got a strong center now. Someone to pass it to in the paint. And he can work yeah. the outside too. He he can he can stretch the floor. I I I just don't know the 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 chemistry like chemistry wise I don't know how that would end up because it's like too close and the season is shorter. The season is like less 10 games shorter and it's too too close to the playoffs but they are in the east coast so you know in the eastern conference so it's a little easier in that regard but definitely a good pickup by the bulls yeah i think they still have time well they currently what in the 10th spot so they in the play in play in tournament tournament area but i feel like they could move up of probably i think they could move up to the eighth or seventh spot before it's all said and done but all in all, uh, right. Zach Levine looks like he could go far with Vucevic on the team. So I'm happy for yep. him. Chicago looked like they're about to be on the map. They would be. I mean, I, I thought they would be in that playoff like 1-8, to eight, but Knicks have surprised all of us this year. Yes. So. <laughs> I, you can't make jokes about the Knicks no more. Like Yeah, yeah. Julius Randle, former Laker boy. So we are happy about him. Yeah. But, I like to see. I, I I appreciate Randall, and I feel like mm-hmm. he would have been like probably lost in the sauce with LA because all these star players are coming over here. So I guess yeah. the Knicks give him a chance to develop and be the star mm-hmm. player he really is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really happy this year for him for him becoming the All Star. He deserved it. Well deserved. But besides besides the Vucevic trade, who do you think won? Winners and you know losers of the trade deadline. Which other teams do you think had an impact? I say Denver. Denver got super mm. strong. Denver. Gordon. People are people are like not really paying attention to Denver, but I feel like yeah. Denver got super strong to get over that hump when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah. So I say they yeah. won, and another team I would say the Clippers because they got a point yeah. guard, so they got a floor general. <laughs> so hopefully that would help. Quite littered to get like yeah. <laughs> nice space in it and someone to pass him the ball, so him working the ball. Mm-hmm. Yes, he draw. So I was I was listening to this uh, Rondo interview with Rachel Nichols on ESPN yesterday, and there's one thing that stood out to me was that Rondo said Quai Leonard is such a great underrated passer, which seems like an oxymoron because Quai Leonard. If he is a passer, he would not. They would not have signed Rondo. So I guess he was doing some sort of PR for Kawhi Leonard, which is good job, Rondo. But <laughs> he, 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 I agree with that. That you know, Clippers had they they have they they got a good one in Rondo. If he can keep up the same sort of, you know, his play from last season, because he is also getting older, you know. So. Yeah, and. Uh- with the Hawks, I don't. If I'm correct, he was dealing with like a lot of injuries, and he didn't really get yep. playing time with the yeah. Hawks. So 
I want to see how that would, you know, transfer over him coming back to L.A. Maybe it's yeah. just the big they, market team that brings the yeah. best out of people. Yep. I, I, they also have, like, playoff jitters, though. So that's another thing he has to overcome. But I do believe that Clippers are in that weird spot where they definitely, like, made a good pickup in Rondo. But they also lost Lou Will in, like, that bench scoring yeah. that he used to give them. Like, if you think about it, the last, the Clippers score that, like, challenged the Warriors and Houston, like, three years ago, that's all gone. That's true. Lou but it's gone, still got Patrick Bradley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patrick sure Beverly, does he even start? I guess no, he's he doesn't come off start. The bench now. I think Jackson yeah. starts. Yeah, you don't start. Oh, my God. Reggie Jackson starts now? Yeah. Wow. Cool. Wow, that's, that's interesting. But, yeah. Yeah. So they're not as deep clippers as they were last season, but the depth didn't take them anywhere. So I guess they're trying to be more smart, like a higher IQ basketball team this year. So yeah, because they lost a lot of like those blue clock, blue clotter. <laughs> Can't get the word right. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> let's let's try again. <laughs> blue collar. <laughs> players that come off the bench because yeah. they work yeah. for, <laughs> they work for their yeah. playing time so they lost a lot of yeah. them so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah the clippers bench wise i feel like they're gonna be a little bit weak but they start in five is like a one so that's if pg-13 is you know has he been he's not so pandemic far this season? In the yeah playoffs. yeah so, is he is he not injured again i think he's injured again right i don't think he's injured he played the last game he's not injured he did play the last game Okay. I guess just like here and there, he's getting some load yeah. management from them. But my biggest winner, and I'm not biased at all, Andre Drummond did the Lakers. Lakers are the biggest winners. Yes. And you have to, yes. And I'm not talking about like one-to-one deal because like one-to-one talent-wise, I think Vucevic is the best pickup of the trade deadline. I agree. But but the team, like what the team has and what the team needs, I think Andre Drummond is the best pickup by any team. Like, he fills that hole that Mark Gasol has had <laughs> on the Lakers team. And not a lot of people have been impressed by him. And, you know, one of our friends called him Pugasol, which yeah. could be justified. Uh, based on, but I, I feel he, for Mark Gasol, yeah. though. I do feel for him because maybe it's just the love I have for his brother. Maybe mm-hmm. the love I have for his yeah. brother that I have, like, a, a soft spot for him. But, yeah. you know, recently he is saying that he's been a little bit worried of his playing time since they add Drummond. So, I think mm. he knows that his his minutes going to be reduced. And, like, when it comes to crunch time, he's not going to be playing. So, yeah. I wonder how that's going to affect him mentally as the season goes on. I, for me, I think he, like, yeah, his minutes are going to be reduced and no NBA player would like that. But I think, like, role-wise, his, like, role, I think it's the same. Like, no one thought of him as, like, a short-blocking presence in the paint sort of old-school center, right? Like, he's a he's a point center who can stretch the floor and make some plays. Yeah. And in that regard, he can be the same. Because he they're going to be doing, like, a three-point guard or point people with, like, either Shooter or LeBron is going to be on the floor or either Shooter or... So Gasol is going to be on the floor or either it's going to be, like, the other two. So, like, one two of the three will always be on the floor... Yeah. Like it was with Rondo and LeBron last year. Mm-hmm. So that like two players can make the plays. And that's how like Vogel tries to set up his offense. And I think he's he can he he provides that kind of 
versatility to the Lakers team. And I think that's what is gonna, his role is going to be. I think Vogel said an interesting thing that he plans to play Gasol with Trez and Trez at five in the offense and Gasol at five in oh. during the defense. Whoa. Which is a really smart thing. Yeah. yeah. That's Frank Vogel. He's a defensive mindset. I love it. Yeah. Also, I just can't wait yeah. till like AD and LeBron is back so we can actually see them play a couple of games before the playoffs. So hopefully they'll be back pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So, cause I like to see yes. that. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I just want to see all three of them together on the floor. Cause it's like a, it's like an all-star, three all-stars. I would like to add, people, people. Th- are very light on the Lakers. The Lakers now have a strong bench. You got Kuz, yeah. Mark, uh, Trez off the bench, and now Pau Gasol. Markeith. And Markeith. Yeah. So, Markeith, Lakers, yeah. Lakers are pretty solid. I think they're just, they just need just to heal up. Just a pride of healing yeah. needs to be go over yeah. on that team. But mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be all right. Yeah. It's... I... I'm, I've been disappointed with KCP the most. Oh my god! He he got he got a bigger contract this year. I don't know. Some people say because of him being a clutch client. Who knows? <laughs> uh, it's not that you know. We have the the owner of the company in our team, so who no one can tell if it's because of that or not. But <laughs> KCP has been playing like garbage to. And that's an insult to all the trash cans in the world. But <laughs> he he has been playing so awful. And I would love... This is a crazy idea, but I would love to try Wes at, as a starting num- number two Wes guard. Wes Matthew? They both equally yes. trash. The Lakers Wes can fans- defend, though. That's the thing. None of that's them can true. shoot, but Wes can defend. That's the only thing. That's the silver lining I look at. Okay. Plus, I think Wes is better at th- as uh, at three point position than KCP. When KCP is a better scorer, no, I mean Wes is a good three and D guy. You know, Wes is Wes not Matthews, that he's doing that well. I don't. For some reason, I thought we were gonna get the Wes Matthews when he was with Dallas shooting lights out. Mm. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I, think... I also thought we were gonna get Danny Green of Spurs. Nah, and that did, one. And we did we, not. Yeah. He's in the past. We don't have to talk about him no <laughs> yeah. more. But yeah. Laker-wise, yeah, KCP is, has been a little bit of a disappointment. I feel like the pay he got is just like a thank you what he did in the playoffs for the Lakers because he did yeah. come up big. But maybe he just like Rondo. In the playoffs, that's where he shines. It's just the regular season. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. That's, I guess we have to see one more playoff series to judge yeah. his talent. It's hard to watch him, though. Really hard to watch him. As the buyout market is coming up, which teams would you like to make some moves? Um, I don't know. I think all the good players are taken. I think Isaiah Thomas just recently got added to... Mm-hmm. What team is that? He recently got picked up... The- Go ahead. Is it? I think he's going to the Raptors. Yeah, I want to say the Raptors. We could double check, but he recently got picked up. That's another big point guard that yeah, was still on the I market. I read that as well. Say again. Yeah, I I read the same thing, but the problem is like they they showed the old Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, new Isaiah know. Thomas. Google. I'm like trying to see the new one. The but Pelicans. Yeah, there we the go. Pel- there we go. So Pelicans. The Pelicans. So maybe he's taking the void of um. 
Lonzo Ball being on the bench. And Eric Bledsoe is not, he is not that great. Eric Bledsoe is not mm-hmm. great. So maybe yeah. in 10 days, because he, he got a 10-day contract, maybe he could show something, maybe get something long-term till the end of the season. Because I think the mm-hmm. Pelicans need it. If they want to do that in play, they need a, a point guard. Yeah. But, I mean, it's Pelicans team remind me of the OKC team with uh, with Westbrook, Ibaka, Harden, and KD. They, they have a ceiling, and it's not the championship. This Pelicans team, so they're they're gonna like blow it up and you know you let so? all the guys go. Yeah, in I like think- a couple of years they're gonna try. They will be like the, in the second round with a tough tough matchup next year, and then everyone's gonna be like, oh Zion versus like LeBron or whatever. LeBron's gonna smoke him, <laughs> and then one more year passes, and then one player gets unhappy, and then they move the whole team. That's what's good. that's how I see them. I I see what you say. I see a point. I think it it comes down to they are a young team, and they have some players who felt like you know, JJ Redick. He felt like he should be the general, but JJ Redick is not really mm-hmm. that that dude yeah. to be <laughs> to be a four general. So I don't know. Yeah, he's gone now. So maybe uh, Ingram could be like right now. He's that the veteran presence. So maybe he could yeah. you know lead that team over the hump. But but when it comes to Zion, Zion is the it factor. He has what it takes to yeah. go far. Yeah. It just the coaches need to know how to use these players. I think they have right. the pieces to go far. It's just that they need to maybe another year. Yeah. I think we'll really see the Pelicans. I think maybe Isaiah Thomas could be if if it works out for them. He may be the next floor general and like that leadership veteran presence in the locker room that they mm-hmm. need. Because he has yeah. a lot of experience. And plus, he wants to come back to the NBA. So, yeah, he's going to do whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, moving on to the hottest topic in the NBA since forever, I guess. Since Jason Kidd left the Nets, Nets are relevant again for the first time in like 20 <laughs> years. Right. Yeah. They signed LaMarcus Aldridge. And <laughs> they signed Blake Griffin a couple of days before to a one-year deal. What do you think? You know, at first I was saying it's so unfair, but then I look at it. Marcus Aldridge with the Spurs, he really, he no. was, he didn't. It wasn't a successful time he had there in San Antonio. Yeah. So I don't know. Then Blake Griffin, he's injury prone, <laughs> so he he's like he plays one game, sits five games, plays one game, yep. sits another five. So I'm not too worried, but if they are super healthy then maybe I'll be like mm-hmm. everybody else and say it's not fair. But the Nets, uh, it's hard to tell because not everybody's playing together. KD haven't played. Right. I, uh, then you got Curry Irvin who plays, you know, when the spirits yeah, lead him. Whenever he. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> James Harden is the only consistent player right now. So, but I would say we should be afraid because just imagine that team fully healthy in the playoffs. That's an unbeatable yeah. team. Yes, I agree. I guess they're planning to go with Griffin as five in the playoffs, like when it matters, and assuming they are all healthy. So they're going with Kyrie as uh, sorry Harden at the point guard, Kyrie as two guard, uh, Joe Harris at three, KD at four, and Blake Griffin at five. Oh, uh, you say Marcus Aldridge on the 
Okay. okay. He's going to come off the bench, I think. Because they don't really have, like, they need someone to dunk, right? And Blake Griffin, after not dunking for two years, have has, like, rejuvenated his dunking abilities in the in Brooklyn. So, so dunks. People celebrating dunks. That's crazy. I, I mean, he did win the dunk contest, and he's probably had the best performance in I have seen in forever. In that the dunk, dunk contest. contest. So he was, was a good dunker. Question mark, because he, you know what? <laughs> That, okay. That's not that's that's for another day. Yeah, but but anyway, I I do feel I mean either way if they if they start with Griffin or Aldridge, either mm-hmm. way, like they're gonna start at five, they're not gonna play at four, which their natural position is. So, uh, I think it's a good pickup. They're not that good defensively, but they don't have to be good defensively. Their offense is so much better. Oh yes, the only I think the only person yeah. who's good on defense is James Harden. That's shocking to say, but James Harden's yeah, the only one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. James Harden's Harden. a good defender. Yeah. But should uh, I guess worried? Kyrie plays well defense well when he's angry? And yeah, I think he plays when he want to prove a point. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm still that guy. Yeah, no one's yeah. doubting you. We just want you to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And but- KD, if he's not beating people up in Brooklyn, he can play again that man's a snitch <laughs> so. michael rockford is a snitch that was a private conversation that got leaked because he got scared and michael rockford the main one be talking shit on the line but he can't take his own medicine he a wimp snitch i mean you can it. ignore people there are That's like true. tons of people who talk tra- trash you don't have to act like a 15 year old kid and respond to everyone right i mean and that like, i'm gonna beat you up people call kd soft y'all poked him so many times and now he bites back. Now everyone want to say, oh, you this or you that. No. I'm going to talk my talk. He has a burner account. What are you talking about? How burner soft ca- is he? Burner <laughs> account is for you to express yourself to your friends. <laughs> not your friends' friends. To the other people. So, you know, you have different personalities. You have your friend personality. Your house personality. Then your family. So, everybody has different personalities. So, that burner account was just him. To express his feelings. <laughs> wow, a, I never thought anyone would defend Katie acting like a sixteen-year-old. But here I we mean, are. I think everyone have a little sixteen-year-old in now. That sounded <laughs> so weird, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, they really. So speaking of Katie in a more serious way, do you mm-hmm. so like? Uh, I I don't know. Like he goes to OKC. It happens to be a super team, young core team, which like drafts a lot of players, which have you know become future MVPs and Finals MVP for KD himself. And then he goes to the Warriors. We all know how that one, yeah, you know, went. And even like if they if he was healthy in the last year of his and Clay was healthy, they would have won another one. So that went well. And then now at the Nets, everyone's like, oh, at the Nets, he's going to be the guy with Kyrie and like they're going to be a duo and then a duo turned into a trio and then trio turned into like four people and then it's five people and then mm-hmm. <laughs> just they have one more roster spot. So you never know. <laughs> I don't know who else so, is on the market, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you think? You think he just creates super teams or do you think it just happens or do you think it doesn't have any impact on his his legacy down the line i think it does when you talk about great players 
I think it it will affect him on the rankings of great player wise. Yeah, but mm-hmm. his stints, the OK the OKC team that team was built by the draft, so that was very right. impressive. But him yeah. switching to the Warriors was a went move. That mm-hmm. was very that was a sucker move. Then the then the Nets yeah. now is just another sucker move because you just join yeah. in. So to me, I feel like that's gonna hurt him in the long run when it comes to like the greatest of all time conversation. In my opinion, I feel mm-hmm. like it would hurt him. But him creating super teams, it's been going on for years. Sometimes yeah. you get luck, sometimes you don't, because the Lakers did it when they got Gary Gary mm-hmm. Payton and um Carl Malone. The Miami Heats did it. It 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 went a little bit well, then all yeah. of a sudden it just depleted off. So I don't know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's a hit and miss. Yeah. And in more in more cases it's actually a miss. Except yeah. the Warriors, I would say so far it has been a miss. Mm-hmm. Like if you have two, two and a half, like the third guy is like kind of like Dr- Drummond where he's like almost an all-star, but like not really all every time he's an all-star sort of person and like two consistent all-star people. I think that is like a good way to win. Yeah. But when you like overflow people with like just talent and... Kind of like they like Griffin has something to prove as well. Like he has some ego that like he's trying to prove people that he's not washed up and like get a ring as soon as he can. And same with Aldridge, you know. So they they still were celebrated and like kind of the 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 pioneers of their own team when they were like Clippers and Spurs when like um, Tim Duncan was riding off in the sunset. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard with the egos, and if they can do it. All, you know, props to them. But I would like to see how it happens in the playoffs. One thing you said I agree on, it comes down to ego. If you could control your ego, then the team would be fine. I think that really yeah. hurts a lot. If you don't have your ego in check, yeah, yeah. Your, your team's not going to be successful. Yeah. Like the first stint with Kobe and Dwight. Dwight's yeah. ego ruined the whole thing. Yep. Same like, thing with the Rockets. You know, ego Same with the Rockets, yeah. 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 And like now, ten years after Dwight has been such a key piece for the Lakers and now for the Sixers. Yeah, his yeah. talent has gone down, but he his ego is in check. So that's what yeah. made the huge difference. You gotta humble yourself. But you wanna I, win. Yeah, you gotta humble yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yep. I was looking at his usage rates in the NBA over the years. KD's usage rate over the years. So it's interesting that in every of the teams, like his usage rate is identical in OKC, okay. in the Warriors, and in the Brooklyn Nets. He was 31.3 usage rate-wise in the 2012 season when they were the finalists and they lost to LeBron's and Miami Heat. And his when they won, he won the finals MVP with the Warriors in 2018, which was like their dominant season. His usage was 30.3. It's kind of similar. And now it's identical to the 2012 season, which is 31.3. KD's wow. usage has been very, very like stagnant. Which is interesting because like LeBron's usage rate in the Cleveland Cavaliers when he was alone in the first time, his usage was 34, 33.7 or 34. His usage rate in the Lakers is 31.5 in the last year. So his usage rate went down with AD being in the team. But KD's usage rate seems to be the same in every team he goes, which really shows you like he's the best player and like every team is built around him. Yes, that's very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, so we will see. It's going to be a fun playoff season. It is. I'm not going to lie, the regular season is, has been boring so far for the NBA. 
because of everyone being hurt. I was just about to say, I think it's that. Then you have mm. players who don't want to play back-to-back games. Then you yeah. have players who are just fed up with teams, so they want to buy out so that the team just sits them. So, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a little bit frustrating, I'm not going to lie. Then you got mm. COVID to add a little sprinkle yeah. to it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right. Real quick, yes or no sort of situation. Okay. Kyrie or I, Kyrie or AI? AI. Okay, that's the wrong answer. We can. <laughs> AI, he crossed over Michael Jordan. He crossed him over. No, he he crossed over the greatest player of that's, all time. So the that, best that's the. Come on that's, now. That's how we define now. A people find their ways to define greatness. If you could cross over the greatest player of all time, you're a winner in my book. Wait, you agree now? Michael is the greatest player now. I always said that. It has been Kareem, Kobe, no, Kareem. No, we're not about and to then... do that. Because this is going to be a long show. We're not about to do that. But <laughs> I agree with Michael right. Jordan is the greatest of all time. I have a little bias okay. when it comes to Laker players. But realistically, yeah. I will say Jordan. All right. Okay. I, I'm with Kyrie. And that's just one reason. One reason to room th- rule them all. And we discussed that reason last episode. Don't he has a ring. championship. And AI doesn't. And that's all matters. Anyway. Side note. Yeah. Iverson had Matumbo in his 40s. Mm-hmm. I mean, like in his late 50s playing on that team. Then he had Eric Snow, the Eagle Dollar. Late 50s. He really Come had on. no one on that team. And he led that team to multiple playoff games. Okay. Take, and lost. Um, take, that's okay. That's true. He lost. Yeah, that's true. He <laughs> lost. But take LeBron out of the equation in Cleveland. How far did they go? Mm. I rest my case. He has been in the league. Come on. He has a tri- championship. What are you talking about? Then, okay, so, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. AI or AD? You say it again? Do you like AI more or do you like Anthony Davis more? Ooh. Since we are keeping LeBron out of the occasion and then thinking about someone. I'm going to have to go back to... I'm going to say AI there if I'm going to be consistent. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be consistent. Then, I'm okay. going to be AI. <laughs> okay. I, I honor, I, I, I'm impressed with your consistency then. I yeah. respect that. Cool. All right. At least you're consistent. And I'm going to hold it against you forever. <laughs> you said AI is better than AD. We that have hurts, it on the but record. I'm being consistent. So <laughs> I got I to gotta say AI. All right. All right. Cool. Okay. I guess I, I respect it. I respect. I got you, but I respect it. All right. Speaking of respect, let's talk about the (laughs) women's sports. You know, women's history might just ended not too long ago, and women wants to, you know, get the the cream of the pot. And recently, Mm. Draymond Green made a comment of Dylan talking about the WNBA, saying that, "Oh, you guys are complaining. Soccer playing, do something." Uh, if you want to be respected, you need to, you know, find revenues and, you know, all that. So my question is, what does yeah. the MB- WNBA players or just women in general need to do to be respected in sports? Uh, it's, it's, a. there are a lot of factors. Okay. And it's, it like, it, it depends on a lot of things. The f- number one thing is. As human beings, we have been conditioned to 
thing and this is like a society thing and like everyone plays a part in it and we all have to learn equally somehow everyone thinks that like men sports are more entertaining or you know stuff like that like we would rather watch men's baseball men's I, I guess like baseball versus hotball like you know men's team men's basketball instead of WNBA or stuff like that we have to give women a chance you have to be open minded first like that's the biggest thing i would say okay because if you're open minded the second thing that comes in with open mindedness is more viewership more viewership generates more revenue more revenue generates it's like a counter effect right more revenue revenue generates more media companies trying to cover that more media like ESPN having shows about WNBA ESPN having shows about the soccer team mm-hmm. ESPN Fox having show about them in the morning like we all talk about like we discuss talk we discuss about like dms of kd with some, some random media person and we don't talk about like like i don't know what's going on with the us soccer team like i don't know what what's going on with the la sparks you know mm-hmm. like and i would love to know right like i i know candace parker left but that's it yeah. like because she's like that popular person but i don't i don't know like i can't name the starting five of the sparks and it's not that like i think less of them or anything but like i my fault is that like i don't go out of my way to know about them but equally like media doesn't show anything yeah like like literally zero it doesn't come up on twitter it doesn't come anywhere so like and that's like the thing right like we all have to do our part so i have to be open minded like i am open minded about the ufc i would say like i equally i th- i think like currently amanda nunes is the best fighter not the best women's fighter she is the best fighter, fighter. period and that's an unlo- not a lot like even the ufc they think she's the greatest of f- fighter of all time in the female division which is like why she's beating everyone up that she can fight <laughs> like you let her fight men she would beat them up too like i mm-hmm. don't know why you would hold yourself back so like that's the kind of thing that really really annoys me like be open minded and like r- ask yourself like why do you label her as like the fee- you don't say john jones is the best male fighter of all time you just say john jones is the best fighter of all time but you know like stuff like that which is small so it, it tells you the mentality and open mindedness so mm-hmm. these two things i think and the media after that when like most people started watching it and then media tries to give attention to it i think will help mm I love your take. I think for me, when it comes to women's sport, speaking media-wise, is the time slot. They put it in dead mm. hours. No one's going to wake up 7 o'clock in the morning and watch a WNBA yeah. game. I'm not even watching right. men's game 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Then another thing, <laughs> we, you said something when it comes to all, all these sports programs. They don't mention WNBA or just women's sports in general. They only do mm-hmm. it when it's convenient which is women's month right. you saw the commercial you saw the nikes you saw everybody yeah. one thing Draymond green said that like re- really i appreciate it he said that why would i do a commercial just to to get a pat on my back if i don't really mean it it's not going to do nothing right. with these corporations they just want to pat on their back so i appreciate it when he said that that's just being honest you're just doing it for mm-hmm. the month but when the month is over right. what you're going to do long term yeah. wise dealing with women's sports then another yeah. thing is once you put it if the men's team playing, when you put the women's team within the same time period, if the mm-hmm. men pays at two o'clock, put a women's sport that starts at five. You're already yeah. watching. You might you might as well continue. It's the same thing with the Olympics. Right. When you see the men's team playing right after it's another women's team, you are gonna sit, stick around because mm-hmm. you you just got hyped up with one yeah. game. You go watch another game, and yeah. 
So this whole notion that, oh, it's boring. I like I think people find it boring because you're trying to compare it to men's sport. Love women's sport for what it is. Take it for what it is. Yeah. Like the Shaq comment, he said, lower the rim. Why did we need to lower the, the basket? We ain't dunking in high school. <laughs> yeah. Y'all still watching Sha- it? Sha- yeah. So I was just I don't like, know what happened to Shaq. Like yeah. the this the constant disrespect it makes no sense to me. I think love women's sport for what it is. Stop comparing it to men's sport. And another thing you said, like, why can't we just be just have it across board? Like you said the UFC, they say Mary New is the best yeah. woman fighter. She's the best fighter, period. She beating everyone's yeah. ass. Excuse my language. Everyone's right. ass. Mm-hmm. And I said it again. But yeah, so <laughs> just you know, just appreciate women's sport for what it is. And if we do that, I think we will see the viewership will go up. Yeah. I think it's 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 a fair point what you said. And like I would blame the US as a country as well in this. Because like they like you everyone loves Naomi Osaka, right? Yeah. Everyone loves her right now. Tell me the last five games she played. Watch her games. Don't love her. Like watch her games as well, right? Like just don't like love her on Twitter and like hashtag Naomi Queen and all that stuff. So, like watch the sport so it helps like other women and herself as well like that's what is really helpful like i watch women's tennis so you know like and i'm i'm being a hypocrite here like i I should watch the wnb and i don't watch it and that's my fault but you know like i'm also like trying to get better at it as well like watch that sport don't just like hashtag comment on you know some social media stuff like that doesn't really help the sport you can be a social justice warrior and have some likes on your post, but like support the sport. Yeah. And that's what will like elevate them. I agree. I love that. Again, I'll yeah. say shout out to Carmax. I saw a commercial with them. Uh, he did with uh, Steph Curry and Sue Bird. Mm-hmm. And now it's just mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's, that's progress right there. That was a small market, but still that's progress. A WNBA mm-hmm. player and an NBA player in the same commercial. Right. And that brings awareness, like, oh, wait, Super got more championship than Steph Curry. She's been in the league longer than Steph yeah. Curry. She has more yeah. Olympic medals than Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Like, that was very, and it, it opens the mind to, like, someone to Google who's uh, Sue Burn. Maybe it will lead to that person watching the game. Yeah. 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 That definitely. You have, you have to, we all have to start doing that. It, you have to play a part. Yeah, that's how you know you support them. Not just caring about black people in February and like women in March. You know you have to <laughs> keep and it's true. and I guess yeah, and I guess the there's like some you know Hispanic Heritage Month will come in and like people will start yeah, talk, thinking about that the, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you only see that for that month, and after that, they're like, "Who are you?" Exactly. Yeah. Just keep it consistent. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we have to do our part and we will keep doing it. So this new two weeks from now, by the next episode, we will have the result of this social media YouTuber guy versus a trained MMA fighter, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren in a boxing match, not an MMA match. So it's a boxing match. Jake Paul is 2-0 in boxing, uh, professional boxing record. Ben Askren is oh and oh he has, this would be his debut in boxing. <laughs> what do you think? I think at first I was like I'm concerned because Ben Askren is a he's known for wrestling. He's not really good on his feet hmm. and his hands. But then again, hmm. I was just like this man been taking hits to the face for a living. 
So exactly. Jake Paul yeah. is just what another bully in class that who just talks shit. But when it's time to fight, that's when you go see him on the floor. Yeah. And Ben Askren go get the last laugh because I saw the press conference. Yeah. Ben Askren is just like this dude really thinks like, like a kid. yeah I'm scared of you. Like you're <laughs> nobody when it comes to sports. You're nobody come to sports. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope I know Ben Askren is taking it serious because people are like oh look at his body he just look like a, mm-hmm. a lump of plot but right. Ben Askren just it works for him and I know that mm-hmm. I really really hope he wins because the last thing I need to hear is people taking Jake Paul seriously yeah. as an athlete. Yep, uh, I think the most unlucky thing that happened with Ben Askren was that flying knee that knocked him out against Masvidal because. Nine out of ten times in that fight, Ben Askren wins. Mm-hmm. But it was that one time that that knee landed and then he lost. And that's and that's the thing. Think think about it in a different way. For the and this is to all the people who think Jake Paul has a chance. Think about it in this way. Forget about Ben Askren. If I tell you Robbie Lawler is fighting Jake Paul in a boxing match, former UFC welterweight champion Robbie Lawler is fighting Jake Paul. Who would what would be your prediction? Not Jake Paul winning. <laughs> yeah, like a knockout in like first yeah. three rounds, right? Ben Askren got hammered by Robbie Lawler in a UFC fight. And he, it was a controversial decision and like we can discuss about it. But he and he, Ben, ben Askren was the winner of that fight, but it was a controversial decision. Ben Askren won, won by a submission. Mm-hmm. The point I'm trying to make is that Ben Askren survived Robbie Lawler and he has been surviving Douglas Lima. He has been surviving like other trained killers right. in the ring. His boxing is trash. Absolutely trash. But he knows how to defend. Mm-hmm. He knows how to move around the ring. He knows how to keep his distance. There are a lot of things in boxing than just like punching. <laughs> it's not just punching. So I don't know. I would be surprised if he loses. If I have to put my money, I would put it on Ben Askren. Yeah. So... I don't know. I know. I guess Jake Paul, Jake Paul is trying to make money and more power to him. Everyone should be able to make money, mm-hmm. do whatever you want to. But if you really think Jake Paul can win, then I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> then White got a mill. He got a he put he put yeah. a bet on this. So yeah, I think everybody's gonna watch it. You know, it's, it's all for entertainment. So I I really hope Ben wins, and he can win. Yeah. And speaking of Matadov. Yeah, he should thank Ben because honestly, since then, yeah. who did he play mm-hmm. fight seriously? Yeah. Besides Nick Diaz, for what? Yeah, badass mother yeah. effort belt <laughs> yeah. that no one takes serious. Yeah, no one takes seriously. <laughs> so yeah, he should thank Ben for his career because yeah. honestly, for his revelancy. Who yeah. have he fought that he actually won like a serious contender? No, he lost to Usman. He fought Usman after yeah. he lost to him. So, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, before we close the show, uh, we have offside report. I will start with okay. the two stories that we have. I think the media has not covered enough. Okay. We should need to shed more light. So LeBron James has been a part of Liverpool Football Club since 2011, a minority owner. And he recently also is a minority owner in Fenway Sports Club the sporting management company that owns Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox of the MLB. And because of that whole like partnership with like, cause he has some old stakes in the, 
in the Liverpool and then like Fenway Sports Club owns Liverpool. So like with some math there, he owns a major part of the Liverpool Football Club and that's why he has been elevated to like a management role in Liverpool. So LeBron James will basically be making management level decisions in Liverpool Football Club. Isn't that crazy? Like just, just so, so thick, yeah. Money, money, money. <laughs> LeBron is yeah. That generation wealth going to be nice. His kids, kids don't have to work because he's making yeah. money, good investment. You can't knock them LeBron's hustle. I love yep. that story. If, if he if he sells his stake, the whole Fenway Sports Club stake, which includes Liverpool and Red, Red Sox, he it would be worth seven point nine billion dollars. So that's his evaluation. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking. I'm a, I went in on that. Let me just save up yeah. my Bitcoin money. <laughs> <laughs> you will you will get there for sure. The second right. one is a is a little interesting. So in the German Bundesliga soccer league. Leipzig versus Bayern Munich game was delayed by an hour due to a ripped net. And it took their captain, Bayern's captain, Manuel Neuer, to like zip ties to fix and all that. And boy, you really have to wonder how much help do the nets need these days. I, I got it now. I got it now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for those who okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a dad joke, but I'm do, I am getting older. So. You're not that old. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right i got one all right um, what do you have Paige bueller uh, freshman phenomenon from yukon husky she's the fresh freshman in history to win the women basketball player of the year and this might Ooh. be her last year um unfortunately if they lost yesterday against arizona so they out yeah so hopefully i so I freshman like in history like ever ever first woman yeah in history to win wow player of the year women's player of the year wow so yeah that's, that's a big awesome. deal then I guess she's sp- going to be drafted number one then. That's if she decides. I feel, I don't know, with women's sports, I think, I don't know, I feel like if she wanted to, like, make history on both sides, she might stay. Yeah. She might uh, stay. I see. Like Kareem sort of person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then okay. I would say the next story, back to the NCAA, the Supreme right. Court, you know, it's a battle between should athletes get paid. And... Shockingly, two conservative judges actually in favor of athletes again paid. Mm-hmm. And one, the NCAA was the argument is that if we pay athletes, they would not go to class. And I say that is stupid because they already don't go to class because they practice three <laughs> times yeah, within a yeah. day just for you they guys. They have a gallon of water to carry. They can't yeah. sit in class. I'm like, just pay them. You got other <laughs> students on campus who, who work. Like in a library or a tutoring, right. they get paid. Pay them, maybe pay them the same way you pay them, the minimum yeah. wage of a student athlete. No one said be ridiculous with the amount of money. And another mm-hmm. one, they're talking about other students gonna get jealous. I think no one really cares to be honest, because you college for your no, own self. Because yeah. I yeah. didn't care. Then another thing yeah. is, I would say, you say these are amateur players. Why the coaches are not getting amateur pay? Hmm. That's yeah. a good point. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's the question right there, right? I but mean, speaking of yeah, uh-huh, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I'm so, I'm just gonna say, speaking of jealousy, I was jealous of Sam Darnold. Not gonna lie, I would love to be the quarterback of the Trojans <laughs> too. So, just Sam saying, Donald. <laughs> Sam Darnold at USC, yes. Sam Darnold as a professional <laughs> athlete after college, yeah, no. no. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I hope he goes to Seahawks. But anyway, I wanted to go back to what you said about the judges being in support. Is that my boy Kavanaugh? Yes. One of them. The one he likes people... beer. Of course, he's in support of college <laughs> stuff. I was shocked. I was super shocked that he was like, he made a good statement. I was just like, whoa. I never thought of that way, too. If these, yeah. you want them to, you you say these are amateur players, but you're not paying them. You're making money off their backs. So yeah. why they can't get a piece of the pie? Yeah, they have been used not, you know, they're not, they're, they're working for them, not with in the yes. NCAA. All so. the cause you just think about not all athletes go professional. And those who do go professional, sometimes they have like injury decking in their career. Mm-hmm. So what's so what's next? They yeah. lost that opportunity yeah. for, you know, making money for them and their family. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Hopefully things get better all around for women. And that's what we will try to cover more stories and, you know, share some light on them yeah. as we go. But yeah. Fun show, Jane fun show uh i will see you in two weeks two and weeks hopefully we'll see who wins the jake yes. paul ben Askren fight ben Askren, please don't, don't embarrass us <laughs> please yeah all right take care all right